Wesley Paul and Uptrend founder of Uptrend Credit and Worldwide Blueprint. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, oh yeah, I'm in another studio. I'm in the Blueprint studio, and this thing, I'm seeing airplanes and everything, full black team. I'm feeling good, feeling nice. Don't worry what's in the cup. It's all good. Worry about what's going to go in your brain. But sir and chief, Wesley Paul, is about to give us the game, the Blueprint Mastermind. I thank Vernice for connecting me, inviting me to their event just a few weeks ago. And now I'm here in the studio seeing everybody looking good, flexing. Man behind the camera has some muscle. I'm trying to get there. But you guys... <laughs> Wes is going to give us the game on how he started this. Everything has not been just all on the up. He had to take some ups and downs. So give us the game. Wes, welcome to the show. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me, man. I thank you for being here. And, and in your own space. And no, I think for no, me being man, here. Listen, I'm a guest right now. Don't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's start from the beginning. I know you're from Haitian descent. Yes, sir. And grew up in South Florida? Born and raised. You know, Brow County is my home. You know, um, growing up sort of like in the inner city. You know, um, my dad left us when we were young. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up with my mom, brother, and sister. Mm -hmm. you, know, the you know, the conventional story. You know, yeah. single mom, working two or three jobs, especially, you know, coming from Haiti and everything mm -hmm. like that. So, um, had a pretty rough childhood and everything growing up, all of us in one home. And then, you know... Get, being in and out of trouble, I kind of just like, you know, said, okay, let me find my way and everything like that. But, of course, you know, uh, alongside of going through my trials and tribulations, you know, obviously we're going to talk on, I was able to find myself in adulthood mm -hmm. and build what you kind of see here. Well, you gave something at the event, and you said, you know, you had to do nine years. Yeah. And you came out and you even failed at the next, the first venture that you did coming out. But I want to know, like that nine years what was it for? Because everybody always assumes when somebody goes to, you know, jail <laughs> that, oh, I, they went for drugs or this oh, and that. Yeah. So can you, can you can you just let, so on the record, and I'm yes. happy to get it first. Let's do it. What, what, exclusive. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what, what did you go in for? And it's, and it's funny. Uh, to answer your question specifically, I went mm -hmm. in for all white-collar offenses, mm -hmm. you know, uh, organized fraud, you know, grand theft and white-collar crimes and things, which I, I'm not afraid to share because aside from it being public information, mm -hmm. number two, it's, you know, those experiences what molded me, mm -hmm. you know. So to kind of give a little backstory about it, you know, although I'm in a financial uh, uh, field right now, mm -hmm. personal finance influencer and everything like that. You know, most people think, well, the irony is uh, he's the last guy I would want to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's one of the experiences that I went through mm -hmm. as far as starting up my first business when I was 23 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I learned a, a, a field doing timeshare resale, started off as a legitimate business. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, you know, sort of like the the devil's head peered his, you know, pierced the veil as far as when greed and, and, and things like that came into in the picture. So greed got the best of me, ended up turning a legitimate business, you know, in mm -hmm. the, the wrong way. Uh, ended up getting in trouble for it, paying mm -hmm. my debt to society and everything like that. But it was that experience during those nine years that I kind of used to kind of say pivot into my career right now, you know. Can you talk about, because here in Florida, 
folks always hear about there's always a scam going on there's always yeah, something I mean, but like, but 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 american system can be a scam you look at old money and you see a whole criminal thing and they let some people go and some people had to you know pay some later get in, some people yeah. let go yeah you're right so can you talk about to that young entrepreneur who says oh i could break the game right now just going into that gray area because probably probably it wasn't worth it you probably would have still been successful right if you would have like look i did this for uh, uh extra 15,000 maybe but good point I, yeah good point you know what i've i live by this model you know you cannot climb to the top without getting your fingernails dirty mm -hmm. you know so you know everybody who have achieved a level of success especially in this country has done you know have teetered the gray area yeah i don't care who it is mm -hmm. right but what separates you know crossing the line per se mm -hmm. Is being able to, you know, knowing how to operate in the gray area as far as making the calculated risk. Okay. Right? Because speaking for myself, mm -hmm. earlier in my life, when I, you know, when I, quote, unquote, started to enter that gray area, I had no direction. Mm -hmm. It was all, I was influenced by friends, family members, and, 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 and drugs at the time and everything like that. But now, as I'm older now, and I went through that experience, right? So any risk that I take now, I take in consideration, you know, I have too much to lose. You know, mm -hmm. I have I'm a father now. I'm 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 a businessman. You know, mm -hmm. I have I have people that depend on me. Their livelihoods depend on me. So, you know, that's where now I take calculated risk. Mm -hmm. I take calculated risk now in regards to, you know, hey, I'm not never going to go across that deep end. I won't even look at it. But, you know, I do have to take certain risks. Because, listen, there's no reward without risk. Yeah. I don't care what you say. Yeah. You know, you have to, quote, unquote, again, get your fingernails dirty. But also, more important, know once you get it dirty, you have to clean it right afterwards. The Rockefellers know all about it. Boom. The Kennedys you know, know all about the it. The pillars of this country was born on, on some of the same individuals you're mentioning, right? Roger Clinton knows something about it. That, ah, that, that's you know, come on. We've had, we've, had, we've had former presidents of this country and, 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 and like you mentioned, luminaries and, 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 and people who, who legacies is still... We speak it to this day. Yeah. But they've built their fortune and legacies on, you know, teetering that gray area. Some of them even crossed the line of it, right? Yeah. But they was able to plug in with the right individuals and make things happen for them, you know? Okay. I wanted to get that out the way because I, I just, the stigmatism that everybody's in there for uh, drugs and guns. Yeah, you know, and, I've and, never and, been yeah. that type of violent person and everything like that. You know, one thing my mom always told me in, um, She's like, you're a smart, you know, you're so intelligent, you just put your energy in wrong things. Mm -hmm. And I decided, okay, now when I get out, I'm going to come primarily focus on doing positive energy, leaving an impact. Because it costs you probably millions if you think about, like, taking the quick road for something, but then having to serve that. How much money did I lose throughout the year? So I always think about that. So I just like to get that for the 14-year-old because the game is so easy to break if you know easy where the cracks now, are at. Bro. And you know what? I don't even put it in the monetary value, right? Mm -hmm. What I've lost over the nine years is... Is, you know, the 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 emotional value. Some of the some of the moments and that I will never be able to replace. Like the nine years I lost for my kids, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The nine years that I tell people, even if I was working at McDonald's for six dollars an hour, I still would have been ahead. Had you yeah, know, yeah. Your, your worst day on the streets is better than your best day in prison. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So you know, and when you operate under that mindset and everything like that, of course you can't never tell a man. 
how to be able to to provide. Because mm-hmm. as a man, your 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 ultimate job is to be a protector and provider. Yeah. So you can't never knock a next man's hustle. But if you be a lot of times when there's nowadays we want instant gratification, nobody's willing to put the work in. And how that's and I say that now because when I was in that early twenties, that's how I was. And mm-hmm. now that I'm in my young forties, yeah, I'm giving y'all my young forties. I recognize the 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 beauty and the value of putting in the work going take you know traveling that journey you know and i appreciate it for real and the young 40s is a blessing i'm like, loving on, this man. i'm well, loving well, it well, i'm still flying man <laughs> yeah. what they say yeah. diversify again we in a building you feel yeah me? <laughs> yeah for, for 40 gives you that wisdom where you know what you don't want right. to do and you know oh no nah, if i do that it's there you know it's available but i already know that on that road absolutely can man. you tell the people is there anything that you did different between the first business of coming out to when you doing this business it's funny you mentioned that because okay to kind of give a little context into to answer your question you know when I, I was released october 19th i'm sorry october 18th 2020 mm-hmm. the pandemic hit this country march 2020 mm-hmm. early march so we're talking about five months after my release the country gets shut down yeah now within Immediately after the final, I've lost my job because I was a server mm-hmm. at, at, at a local restaurant here, P.F. Chains to be exact. Shouts out to P.F. Chains. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a nerd. Most people don't realize that's about me. I'm, I'm heavy into like just in, into like studying and research and everything like that. So when the pandemic first hit here, it was so fascinating to me that mm-hmm. I started really researching about this COVID thing to the point where, you know, to the point where people were mistakenly labeling me as a medical professional. Yeah. At the point. And the reason they mistakenly mistaken me as a medical professional because the first business that we're referring to was the name of my company, Perennial Medical Group, mm-hmm. was a COVID-19 testing business. Mm-hmm. So just because of me losing my job at PF Chains, stuck in a house pandemic is all over the news i say let me go in and research it i'm literally 12 hours a day re- researching about covid 19 i'm gonna hold your pen because you, your producer gonna say hold okay. on what's going on with the, with the sound in the back yeah we you do know, all jobs you, you feel know? me so i just studied it so much i started to uh, uh mo- i wanted to start a mobile testing business mm-hmm. and the only thing that stopped me was because you know, my past prevented me to get into licensure for it. Mm. And that forced me to immediately pivot to starting Uptrend. Okay. Which, so it was a beauty, and it was that failure that kind of, like, gave me the experience of, because after that I said, okay, never again. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't, most people don't know this, it really wasn't the pandemic that gave me that, okay, never again moment. It was the failure of that first perennial medical group shortly after the pandemic. I said, okay, never again, because, you know, I started Perennial Medical Group, I think, again, the beginning of the pandemic, literally within 60 days after that, I had to abolish it. Did you go in with a a different, uh, you know, you talk about the transition, it's like a different mindset, and say, okay, we're going to have a COVID-proof business. Whether they shut all this down, we can still keep moving. Was that like because every time you go into a game, it's like football or boxing, right? Right. You, you know, you it's like okay, this guy's taller than me, got longer arms, might weigh mm-hmm. a little more. But like, what was the mindset to say, oh no, this one's gonna win? Because a lot of people don't have that. Of a lot course. of people fail in a lot of things. It could be sex, it could be business, and they say, oh yeah, I came up short with her. I ain't gonna call her again. She gonna mm-hmm. talk about me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going there, y'all, because that's what you guys can hear. That's what you can feel. Everybody, you know, 
adults have sex and need companionship. So that mindset, like what were the checks and balances to say, this is what I did not do in this last business? Well, and it's funny because when I did the COVID-19 business, I really wasn't passionate about it. It was, mm. I really was chasing the money. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it clearly was obvious because the first roadblock I experienced, I just immediately abandoned the whole idea. Mm. Licensure. Mm-hmm. Had I, if I really, really, really would have put energy into it, I could have overcame possibly that, right? Mm-hmm. But immediately right after I experienced that, that failure and everything like that, my mindset at the time was that, okay, let me soul search. Because, again, we're still locked down. Mm-hmm. Can't go to work, right? Yeah. So after that, I said, okay, what is it that I, God really put me on this earth for? What is it that I really want to do? Mm-hmm. Right? And I told myself, okay, I really want to help people. I have a, 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 a kind of like a, a affinity for personal finance. So let me put those two together and let me go ahead and start off, you know, you know, starting off with a credit repair company, Uptrend, yeah. started off helping friends and family members. And next thing you know, the rest is history. So kind of that was the mindset was just that, OK, let me go ahead and take the two things that I'm truly passionate about, combine them and synergize it. What makes Uptrend different? Because in our community, mm-hmm. you could be in church. Hey, <laughs> right? it's perfect. It's good. You know, it's good. Oh, well, do you have this? Do you have that? Right. What makes Uptrend unique? I'm glad you mentioned that because aside from most people don't realize this, you know, the three credit bureaus and all the credit monitoring platforms right now are all owned and operated by Caucasians, executives. Mm-hmm. Right. But you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know which demographics in this country has you know, experiencing the, uh, 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 from subprime credit. Mm-hmm. It's obviously us, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you a question. Do you feel that it's right that the individuals representing us on the most powerful financial tool we need in this country doesn't have the same skin color as us? I don't know who's representing us. Right, because think <laughs> about it. You know, you have the owners of all the three credit bureaus as well as credit monitoring companies of different demographics so how can they truly know what we go through when it comes to credit most people don't realize and this is this is a very profound topic for me because you know if you go back to the days of slavery when we first was brought into this country right Mm -hmm. we was never entered into the financial or the economic system right our jobs was to basically help build this country through slavery right Mm -hmm. and then in the afterlife that's when we would see our reward yeah Right. That's why when you came into this country, you was given a Bible. You know, like, go ahead and, you know, the slave uh, pick, Bible at that. Right, pick the cotton. <laughs> and then when you're in your hut, you know, yeah. and so this is generations and generations and generations. Right. So when especially me being a uh, Haitian American first generation, people that migrate in this country, which most of this country is, we don't understand the financial system. We don't understand what it takes to get ahead in this country, mm-hmm. right? The power of credit, the power of understanding the financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Some people, we've been taught up until this till this day and age, work two, three jobs, work four, mm-hmm. five jobs, right? Buy a home and white picket fence and everything like yeah. that. That model was broken in his head in the pandemic. So, you know, So to answer your question, I say all of that to say this, me understanding as a young adult Mm -hmm. how profound credit monitoring is, what separates Subtrend to answer your 
question is, aside from the credit monitoring mm-hmm. aspect, has a heavy comprehensive credit education component that's attached to it. Okay. Where we teach individuals, you know, aside from seeing your credit grade, I'm sorry, your credit score and your credit report, you also see your credit grade. Yeah. Okay. So, for instance, you know, you may have a 650 credit score. You don't know if that signifies whether it's a good or bad credit, but if it had a C plus next to it, you would definitely know that, okay, C plus is average or gotcha. just about plas- pla- passing, right? Yeah. So it's an easier way for individuals to digest credit as well as a certain other technical um, intellectual property we possess that we use to separate us from the competition. But, you know, I think our biggest advantage mm-hmm. to answer your question is, you know, being, you know, inspired, owned, operated, and 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 more importantly, having the understanding the culture of minorities, you know, because again, you know, I'm one of the first, if I'm not mistaken, uh, one of the uh, one, two or three uh, credit reporting agencies in the country that's minority owned. You know, that's beautiful. And, you know, so I'm not even if you were the number 10, we need more of making them. history. Even if brother. you were 100, we making need history. we need more of them. And the thing is, and, and not to get into your bedroom, but the people a lot of times where, you know, the three bureaus they'll put in front, they'll put people. Your last name may be John's. It may be Peebles, but you sleep in a different community. Mm. You, you know, mm. your, your spouse don't look like, you know, mine. She ain't as brown as, you know, this drink, whatnot. So, therefore, you get involved in, in, in things and exposed to what your average person, they don't know. Oh, wait, wait, you're having tea at the Ritz in London? What the, <laughs> I mean, what, how, you know, how many how many quid is that, right? Like, you when know? we talk about dollars to quit. And so, you know, and, and but I'm going to give, because you said something about the, the Haitian community mm-hmm. and, and immigrants, period. Because right. whether you call it a saw or you call it a John Key. That's for my Africans. Mm-hmm. The Haitians, y'all do your saw. You have four or five hands. Yeah. And it's something beautiful <laughs> about that because it's all about your honor. Your name is on the line. And it's, it's a savings account for immigrants. And that's because when immigrants documented or undocumented, you couldn't have a bank account. Right. And, and it's a beautiful thing. So, okay, I got, man, I got $5,000 this month. Or I got 10000 or fifteen. That's how immigrants win, working inside the community. And you know, if you're blessed, I know Colombians. I'm not. I hear them. I'm no, not leaving you know, y'all out. But you know what? And you're right about that because guess what? They say cash is king. And no, I know. Like for instance, like you know, a lot of my Caribbeans can can agree upon this. There's something called like it's an internal savings account where mm-hmm. you have like for instance, ten people. Right, mm-hmm. ten strangers or for relatives. Ten, I'm right? twenty or to thirty. More, yeah, right? I'm 20, talking about 30. the real. Yeah, and then it's like um, every week, every person would contribute. A amount of money to a pot, mm-hmm. right? And this pot each week, you're right, a, a, a different person will receive this pot. You know, in Haitian, they call it eso, mm-hmm. right? And in Jamaicans, I think they call it like another, like porridge or something like that. I could yeah. be mistaken. Everything but, back at the end. Right, yeah. but the whole concept was that was the internal uh, uh, financial system for for uh, 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 the black people, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It was not going to the bank and getting a loan. Mm-hmm. It was not going to your credit union and getting a credit card with a $10,000 limit. It was counting on the person that sat next to you in church or your neighbor yeah. or somebody that was in your family to be able to go ahead and chip in money to help a, a cause that you wanted, whether you wanted a, a down payment for a car or a home, right? So... If you put that in a grand scale, mm-hmm. you know, 
you have the one demographics that's pretty much built this country, right? We physically built this country, yeah. right? And we're also spearheading this country in a sense of in our culture, mm-hmm. right? But yet we don't have access, equal access to the financial system. Yeah. And it's been like that since the beginning of time, you know? So that's why, you know, me getting into the financial space, I feel like, you know, this not only my calling and purpose because, you know, me being a father of four children, you know, two being teenagers about to enter early adulthood, I know for a fact, had I known what I had known today when I was 21, my life would have been completely different. Yeah, hindsight is always 2020. Of course, of and, course. And I put in just so people, because there's this, you know, on Clubhouse, people get into the cultural thing. Mm-hmm. I say, if you black in America, you a black American. Now, you might be an immigrant, you might be first generation. Everybody's mindset is at a different place on your exposure, your experiences. So I don't get caught up in that. Even when I see my Boricua brothers and they be like, <laughs> you know, hey, papi, been a kid. You know, what? let's talk. Because if you, the rule was in this country, if you had a drop of black in you, you were black. And now everybody, it's, you know, you can read so many books. It's divide and conquer whether you're black, you're white. You know, I, I talk to my rednecks because I'm a black neck. <laughs> I, talk, I talk to them and they're like, you're right, Kellen Fox and CNN, they try to pit us together. I say, but their whole job is not to really educate you and of inform you. Of course not. And it's funny you brought that up. I laughed, but I get that same, that same attack as well, too, because... Mm-hmm. They feel like because you're an educated black man, you're the big. You as an educated black man, we're the biggest threats to society. Well, you you're a middle child too, because you're an educated black man who also. Do I go Haitian? Do I go Black American? So it's two generation. You know, it's generational. It's like, what side do you pick? I don't have to pick a side. I'm in my own metaverse. You don't have to pick a side. You do what you want to do. That's Absolutely. why you up here in the fifth flow. <laughs> I say the fifth, fifth flow. flow. Yeah, you feel me? You got to be a certain age, baby, to understand that joke, bro, man. Martin Lawrence, I appreciate you. <laughs> but you know, that's what it's about, though. You feel me? Because honestly, and, and I don't have a racist bone in my body. You know what I'm saying? I've you know, my two oldest kids, they're they're half white, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, but I understand the dynamics of this country mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I've been through so much in life to realize that, you know, what side of the fence that I need to stand on. No, yeah, and, and, and it's not, again, everybody, choose your side. You love who you love. Right. Can't nobody tell you who to love. Of course, I, I, again, of course. And, and, you know, like we said in my interview, you guys go check out the Blueprint Mastermind podcast. You know, <laughs> and you, you can hear more about that. Because, yeah. But it's like you got to find your pocket in life. And True. so with that, now you have the team. How well do you sleep knowing all these people? Sleep? Are, what yeah. is that? Man, this is... <laughs> What team blueprint? Team no sleep. That's what we do, man. But you know, to, to uh, all kidding aside and everything. But I remember when I first started my entrepreneurial journey after the pandemic and building the blueprint brand and everything. Most people don't even know about this, which I'm going to share with you. You know, none of this came overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you mean someone didn't just give it no, to you and dropped you it crazy? on you? Come on, no, nah, no. Nah. This, this is you, you clicked know, your heels three times nah. and you know, clapped and said Candyman three times. Nah, it wasn't that bad, <laughs> you know. Although as much as I wish it would, but you know, this was all being manifest while I was in prison, while I was incarcerated. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, uh, penning, penning all of this and, and and all of the thoughts I was putting on pad. And you know, when I got out, I honestly became tunnel vision, bro. I was a madman. Seriously, mm-hmm. I was just like. 
when I say I was a nerd, I was a nerd. I, I, I really sat in my bedroom from like the time I woke up to whenever time I went to bed and just really locked in. You know, I've, you know, because mind you, put this in perspective, you know, I've did nine years, right? Before I got locked up, this was like society was more of MySpace. Yeah. I get out. Now it's Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, the, the TikTok and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to learn all of this. Yeah. I don't have no background in journalism, media. Smartphones are a little yeah, different. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so to, to come out and it was a, such a culture shock, I knew my learning curve, I had to accelerate it very, very quick. And mm. I didn't play any games first quarter with anybody as far as knowing my purpose, uh, uh, knowing the price I had to pay to achieve my purpose and getting after it. Well, talking about that, and it's my signature question, I love to know how entrepreneurs, what is your community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Honestly, and I'm glad you asked that because, you know, I, 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 I labeled the whole, my whole organization, you know, around the word blueprint, mm -hmm. you know, and it was very important for me when I did that because I feel like that's what's lacking the majority of society now, especially in this day and age of social media where instant gratification is such an all-time high, mm -hmm. right, where, you know, get rich overnight schemes and things like that is sort of like proliferated right yeah so and a lot of people went in the midst of that they kind of want to get caught up in the hype when they don't really realize what they really want to do in life because because think about this right we have the you know sorry for the long-winded answer i like to kind of like do things like you don't this. give sorry. the game the way it need to be given you do did. you <laughs> do you so we call no understand the pandemic, and I've experienced personally people in my community and personal experiences where people they had a, a a vision, a career, a direction prior to the pandemic, and it ended it. How many people wanted to be chefs? How many people wanted to be in the hospitality industry? How many people wanted to be in the airline industry? How many people wanted to be in a quote unquote in the industry where it dealt with physical contact or wanted to open up a gym or something like that? And the pandemic came and the government tells you shut down. No. Yeah. There's a lot of restaurant owners and a lot of black businesses that still shut down till this day. They had their businesses for generation and they wasn't and they're not able to recoup or reopen since the pandemic. Yeah. So the pandemic upended a lot of lives and dreams mm. for individuals and everything like that. So, you know, when you see things like that, then you kind of realize, OK, the importance of soul searching, mm -hmm. really knowing that because knowing what not your true purpose in, but taking the time out to to be able to execute that. Because honestly, the pandemic, and I'm going to say this is the final point, was the last time, was I guess I would say one of the few times what any human being or any American will have to be able to sit down and truly think about what it is they want to do in life. Because mm -hmm. think about it. Pandemic's over. You're back to work. You're back in the right race. You're back to nine to five, coming home, eating dinner, taking to putting the kids to bed, watching your little entertainment at night, and doing the the cycle all over again. Yeah. Hamster right? on the wheel. Yeah. There you go. Right. Yeah. I, and I and I and I for me, hamster on the wheel doesn't work because. Everything needs to be new, needs to be fresh, needs to be different, got to mix it up. Right. But many people are comfortable with the hamster on the wheel, and it threw them off, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, 
That, that's a beautiful. That's what's needed yeah. nowadays because God, everybody can't sit behind the CEO or desk. He needs somebody to be able to go ahead and make the things run right. To each his own. Cada loco con su tema. I mean, however we need to say it. I mean, it, it's, it's I, I can't I can't judge anybody on how you want to live your life. And that's with so many things. You know, the only thing I say is if I don't agree with your lifestyle, I also get to say, nah. You know, of course. I, I don't want to see that, you know. And that's, a, that's I'm glad you said that's a problem nowadays. You know, nowadays we can't agree to disagree, right? Mm-hmm. Especially politics playing a heavy, heavy hand on that. And now you're seeing how, you know, politics is using the further spread, you know, not just this country, just people. Yeah. With the division comes control. And those who want to control, they know what they're doing. I mean, they got think tanks that are thinking 50, 100 years from now. And this is what we're going to do when they all go to Pluto and and everything, you know. And and I'm glad you mentioned that because that's part of the blueprint because – I want to share thinking is the new money. Mm-hmm. That's the slogan I have. Thinking is the new money. And part of you building your blueprint, whether your blueprint is financial success, happiness, you know, you wanting to travel more, finding that that internal happiness. I want to help individuals in my community find their blueprint. Now, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful you thing. Know, so what you know, give them just a little glimpse. 10 years from now, where you want the blueprint to be? I almost want to say 20, but I don't want to no, put that pressure on No, 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 because, and I'm glad you mentioned that because part of the value and mission of Blueprint is showing individuals how to skip the line, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I was able to achieve a, such a, a level of success in a short amount of time. So 10 years from now, to answer your question, what do I envision of of, of myself and the company is, you know, Number one with Uptrend, you know, replacing Credit Karma as the number one credit monitoring platform in the country, mm-hmm. okay? Um, that right there is a, a huge goal of mine. Okay. Huge goal of mine, being the number one, you know, uh, financial literacy credit platform in the nation within the next two years. And number two, uh, within the next 10, 10 years, I want to, you know, um, to be honest with you, Build a legacy where my name outlasts my life. Mm-hmm. Just like in uh, we mentioned before, the Andrew Carnegie's and the the Rockefellers yeah. and uh, things like that. Till this day, we speak their name. Yeah, I want that same. I want that same. Uh, 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 being that same breath, that same discussion, where a century from now, people can say, "Wow, Wesley Paul, the Paul family the blueprint left the legacy to be able to go ahead and empower, enlighten, educate." uplift impact yeah you know so that's 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 what i'm here for bro i'm here a servant to the people that's it well you guys have been blessed by the game i wish i could go on and on but you know behind the scenes you got a certain amount of time and a great storyteller <laughs> a great storyteller always leaves more to be explored yeah, you so <laughs> you know folks got stuff to do i told you guys in the interview previous there's planes and trains and everything this man has to catch. <laughs> so I want you guys to catch him. Let them know where they can find you. You could definitely catch me on Instagram, Facebook, as well as YouTube at Blueprint Mastermind. Um, you know, you, of course, you could catch us, the Respect My Blueprint podcast, you know, and definitely reach out to me. You know, uh, we just launched a Blueprint mentorship. I'm also, you know, have a co-founder of Eventment, which, you know, you was part of the Blueprint breakdown. You know, we have a lot of things going on. So definitely catch me on all social medias, Blueprint Mastermind. Definitely like what to tap in with everybody here and help you in your Blueprint. You guys have a Blueprint. So if you're, whether whatever phase you're at, 
you got help, make sure you share this game. It will change someone's life. Y'all be blessed. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you having me on board, man. Appreciate Thank you, you man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait. Listen, hold on, man. When can I come back? Anytime. Anytime? I mean, anytime. We, I, oh, because this flexible. diversified yeah. game. I got some I got some diversity in there. You know what I'm saying? You dig? Totally. Uh, you we can me? do this in Europe next week if you want. Man, in November, we can do it in Kenya. Kenya. Nairobi or Mombasa. You pick. Oh, snap. Down Boy, the island, get, all that. Right, yeah. Boy, I got to get my little know. African swag dance on you. Appreciate you for having me, brother. I appreciate you. Okay, that's appreciate what's up, man. You. Thank yeah. you. Thank, Thank you. you. And, man, please. <laughs> Are you tired of the rat race in America? Are you ready to visit the motherland to relax and rejuvenate? Are you ready to explore all that Africa has to offer? Then check out the brand new Diversified Game Academy course, Prepare for My First Trip to Africa. Are you worried about being able to afford the trip? We got you. We will show you how to travel either on a budget or as a baller. Learn how to stress the value of the USD. Did you know that 100 United States dollars is worth over 1,000 South African Rand or 10,000 Kenyan shillings? or 54,250 West African CFA. Are you worried about taking your kids? Get the game from Kelly Cash, a bona fide world traveler, having traveled to almost 20 countries, several of those in Africa. Get the game on taking your kids on their first trips. Learn how to find the best tickets, get the visas, and plan your own adventures in Africa. Don't let Eddie Murphy have all the fun. Plan your own coming to Africa trip starring you, produced by you, and featuring you. If you are ready for a life-changing experience, sign up for our course today, Diversified Game Academy. Get prepared and purchase at diversifiedgame.com. Hey family, on November 20th through December 1st, 2022, we will have the all-inclusive Kenya trip. Now, a lot of times people have said, Phil, when's the next trip we'd like to go? I want to see Africa for myself, but well, this is the time to go. Everything will be taken care of. All the excursions are paid. You can do monthly payments. You know, they'll have a safari and a six city tour. You will see Charlie Island, which is something that we did not see last time on the tour. This tour will be 12 days instead of seven days. So make sure to secure your place on the trip by going to www.wbsvs.com, make your deposit, and then you can start making your payments and we'll see you in Kenya.